Spin Run, the RPG talk show podcast. And we're live. Don, take it away, buddy. Oh, man. Way to spring it on me. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Drink Spin Run. I'm Don Stroud. Um... And this is... Wait, man. This is episode one. Well, okay, maybe not episode. This is the first recording session of season three. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if we we're going to do that part because we didn't part. talk about this at all. Hey, this is my lovely co-host Adam Muscovich. Hi, Don. How's it going? It goes. I've already <laughs> been drinking. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, I am too already. I am. I am too already been drinking. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Good words there, guy. I have all the best words. Hey, do we have some uh, special guests tonight? We do. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, it's not just going to be us two morons uh, babbling at our love, gorgeous listeners. I almost called them the wrong name, our gorgeous listeners. Man. Tonight, we have two guests from our fabulous neighbor nation to the north. Uh, I'm going to start, let's see, I'm going I'm to start in the order that they got on the show. So uh, I'm going to start with uh, recently having published Blood in the Chocolate by Lam- from through the Lamentations of the Flame Princess imprint. I did it. I almost did it. Hear me screaming up. God, son of a bitch. What's funny is that I said your name like before we even talked. You did. I said it right, like to myself. I was so happy. I was so proud. We just talked about this. It's Kyle Shenye. What up? Uh, See, and I can actually say it right. I did. I that was not. I'm not faking you out, too. I totally (laughs) fucked that up. Uh, uh, Kyle, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. Um, It's great to be here. Yeah, awesome. And also with us, uh, as well, from Canada, uh, you guys are both outside Toronto, right? Or Toronto? Inside, inside. Inside, outside, got it. So mm-hmm. we have uh, Raven Crow King himself, Mr. Daniel Bishop. Uh, if you don't know Daniel Bishop, it's because you don't read DCC stuff, and you should start. Uh, Daniel, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. We are so glad to have both of you gents. Uh, and we are going to, let's just jump right into it, since this is Drinks Been Run. Um, we're gonna start. I'm gonna start with you, Daniel, because your your beautiful face is up on my screen. Daniel, oh, oh but is the camera not working? Ha! Yes. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking, sir? Um, I am drinking this French press vanilla stout. Hmm. Oh man. From Double Trouble Brewing us. Company. It's smooth mm. and Where's it's Double tasty. <laughs> Beats the hell out of me. Uh, it's in Guelph. That's Canada. Oh, I was Ontario. I uh, I lived okay. in Guelph for uh, a few go. years when I was a kid. That's uh, where I grew up. Well, there you go. There's, uh, isn't there Good a crazy? Uh, there's mm-hmm. a crazy jazz festival there every year, right? There is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about. Well, so uh, you know cool about university this town. Do you know about this jazz festival because of your wife? No, no. It's like um, edge edgier stuff, like avant garde oh. stuff. Um, hey, I have a quick question. Should I be muted on the Hangouts video call? You, uh, no, you should no? not. You, right. should, you should not. Um, we might want to view, if, if you're going to mute anything, you might want to mute your, uh, your incoming sound on the other thing. 
All right. Uh, the magic. The magic secret sauce. This uh, is a whole uh, new uh, rig. We're going to cut guys. this part out. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> sure you are. Ain't nobody going to hear this business. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kyle, what are you drinking? Uh, so I'm actually just getting over bronchitis. Uh, so unfortunately, no alcohol, but I am also uh, drinking some coffee out of a skull mug. Nice. There you go. All right. Got some kind of cred there. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not great coffee, though. Uh, unfortunately, we, we intended on recording this last Monday, and unfortunately, we couldn't uh, because I was horrifically ill. Um, <laughs> if you had bronchitis, Kyle, I had like I was I was just completely laid out. I could not be as vertical as you are now. Last yeah. Monday, no, it, it sounded like a bad time. Oh, it was awful. It was awful, and it was my wife and I, and our son had gotten it like two days before. It was just it was super rough. <sighs> Don Stroud. What are you drinking? Well, let me tell you. Um, so I just went to this uh, dinner thing, and uh, the reason I maybe am off my game is uh, we were drinking Perrin No Rules. Have you had that mm, before? I have not, but I love Perrin's beers. The Vietnamese Porter. Um, what? It's like 15%. Um, so I was drinking that, and then Holy we rush shit. home to record this epic podcast we do and uh luckily i popped in whole foods before that and i got a bottle of rogue's new crustacean it's barley wineish imperial ipa sort of i think i saw that on the shelf because that that sort it's of bright blue bottle it's like spray painted bottle I must not, it must not be that then. I, just that that kind of wishy-washy descriptor doesn't exactly inspire confidence in me how is it uh, mm, I just had my first swig. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of barley wineish. It's kind of imperially, and it's kind oh. of an IPA. It's like a so it's not lying to you. Is what you're it's saying? It's like a double IPA, but not quite as caramely. A little. It's actually really bitter on the back end. Hmm. Like I like my women. Um, it's eleven point six percent. Um, I have to drink out of the 22 ounce because I still have water in my glass. I was like, oh, I can't drink beer until um, I finish my water since I've already been drinking. And then uh, my wife came down and wanted me to open it. And then you asked me before I had it, so I had to rush it. It's a long story. That was story. way too much explanation. I didn't need Man. all that. That's way more information than I needed. How about you tell me what you're drinking then? How about I do that? Because I'm actually I'm enjoying this. Uh, an awful lot. It's uh, Brewery Vivant, blah, blah, Brewery Vivant's Verdun, which is a uh, I don't know what what this varietal means, but it's called Beer de Garde. That's the that's the type oh, yeah. of beer it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the Beer de Garde, but this is really good. Um, yeah, it's seven percent. Um, you know, so not not anything, not like your eleven or your bazillion. What is it? Eighteen percent. You know, Vietnamese sucker punch. Yeah, uh, but it, you know this is really good. Um, I don't know. It's got that you know. Uh, it, it's kind of got a little bit of a hoppy sweetness, but without the bitter that a lot of the s- stuff that gets too hoppy has. That I just don't enjoy. So um, I really like this one. Uh, this will be in my regular ro- rotation of brewery Vivant beers. Nice, uh, right up, right up there with the BR- BRC. You know, the BRC, the BRC, yeah, and the tree bucket. Mm-hmm. I don't like the tree bucket, man. You are crazy. I don't like it. Well, it's too hoppy. You're crazy. It's too hoppy. Kind of, it's the wrong kind of hoppy for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, beer can. I gotta check that out. 
Right. I like hoppy beers. What is it? Somehow. Beer to guard? Yeah. It's a beer to guard. Yeah. Spelled those spelling those it's words like the a French way. Strong pale ale, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. That's exactly it. It is a strong <laughs> pale ale. I really like it. Alright. Cool. Alright, so uh Hey, let me take this. You if do I remember. It. If I remember right, we're gonna talk about reading next. You and, don't uh, remember right. Drink spin. We're gonna talk about yeah. music next. Yeah, there you go. Alright, good job. <laughs> Way to remember start... how your show works. I know, this yeah. is my uh, concept. Um I'm gonna go. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, this is your <laughs> idea in the first place, you bastard. <laughs> I I just can't stop hearing you talk. So do you want to start, Adam? And we're gonna go down the line uh, that your little pictures appear to me in the hangouts. Okay. I can I can start if that's what you would like. So ask me the question. I just did, didn't I? Hey, Adam no. Miscavich, my lovely co-host. What are you listening to? Oh, th- that was that was a little overblown, but thank <laughs> you. Um, you know, uh, I. I have had just a wealth of uh, um, of great new music lately, and so I'm not going to list everything that I've been spinning lately. There are two bands that um, I've gotten into recently um, that, oddly enough, though they share no connection to one another, both come from the same country, and that is the same country my ancestors do of Poland. Um the first Gabriel Perez Gashardi got me into, and that is a, uh, a a Polish like stoner doom band called um, uh, Weedcraft, and I think they named themselves like ironically after both Weed and the World of Warcraft. Mm. Um, but it, it's really good stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, it kind of is like a little bit more uh, like. I don't know, kind of like a naive stoner doom kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. I like it. Very hook heavy. Um, really good. The other band is called is also from Poland. They're called Space Slug, and um, they're still a little stonery, still a little doomy, but they're far more like um, uh, like cosmic feeling. They um, they have a lot of like you know uh, open sonic textures that feel that kind of mimic. The, the feeling of vast distances and stuff like that kind of uh, really really cool um, band there that I'm kind of more more psych than uh, than you know doom and I really like that it's been a lot of fun so that's me cool cool Kyle what about you what have you been spinning um not a heck of a lot to be honest uh, the past like few months and everything because I've been so sick I haven't listened to a lot of music and stuff um, I've definitely been jamming a lot of podcasts and things lately. Mm. Um, uh, if you haven't heard of them, check out the comedy button. Uh, they're, uh, they're basically the view for guys. Uh, they're basically just the view, but <laughs> stupid. Um, they're fantastic. Uh, it's a lot of guys in the video game industry out in San Francisco, um, which I spend mm. a lot of time there. Um, likewise, I've also been listening to a couple other shows like, uh, cool games, Inc. Um, mm. Couple of guys out San Francisco way and everything from Polygon.com. They they're a hypothetical game design comedy podcast where they receive Twitter submissions and they basically uh, come up with game concepts based on them. Cool. Uh, it's, yeah, Nick Robinson and Griffin McElroy. Um, aside from that, like, it's pretty much been. I mean, I listen to a lot of hip hop and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's basically been it. Hip hop, indeed. Here's the thing that happened since we last recorded. Don, yeah. 
New Tribe Called Quest album. Sorry, I had to throw it out there. Mm. Oh, shit. You haven't heard it? No, no, I had not yet. Kyle, get on that. It is phenomenal. You know, like, a lot of times when, like, an old school group drops a new album, it's like, oh, they didn't pay any attention to anything that happened between then and now. Holy shit, have they been paying attention. You know, if you were into Tribe back in the day, that new album is fantastic, and it's modern, and but still, you know, has their classic feel. Very much... I gotta check that out. It's so good. It's so good. So, I mean, and it's not just because it's very political. It's also great. <laughs> Don, I took over your your attempt to run this segment. Yeah, I mildly rolled my eyes, but I got over it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Daniel, what are you spinning? Well, I am probably the least cool person in the room, so to speak. All right! Um, I've got kids, so... And Adam, you're going to get there. But um, like, for example, today, Moana soundtrack. Now, that's a dope soundtrack. (laughs) It's actually actually not that bad. But I'm such a big fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda. And goddamn, that is like I remember seeing it. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Fantastic. There's some really good songs (laughs) on that. Yeah, it's okay to say you're welcome. (laughs) That's cool. I disagree Uh, with that sentiment, but... (laughs) <laughs> it's such a, again, should always a song be that, thank you that's a song Wait, the rock sings and it's so good yeah. mm. you, you'll get there because yours is too young but you know that that having been said he definitely has taste in music there's some stuff he likes way more than others uh and and it's always a surprise you know the stuff he'll really jam to uh he decided he really likes ska but not like third wave, that that stuff. He doesn't even really like second wave ska very much. It's gotta be shit like Toots and the Maytals or Prince Buster. But when he hears that stuff, he just starts dancing, and it's hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna trade a parental music tip with you, Daniel. Um, have you seen the show on Netflix, Storybot Super Songs? Nope. No, I have not. So, most of the songs on there are really good. Some of them are crap, but you know, most like they have every episode has a different music producer, so every episode's in a different style. And if you didn't like that episode, wait fifteen minutes. If you didn't like that musical style, wait fifteen minutes. You're gonna get something new. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, most of my other playlist list is '80s because that's when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Also, the oldest person I'm sure in the room. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you got 50. Don beat, you got me beat. And I'm fifty. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm only forty-two. You're a Ute. Ute. <laughs> that's, no, the, uh, my, that's the UP coming up out in you, huh? No, I'm in my like mid to late twenties. Oh wow. Hey, this time I'm not the youngest guy in the room. That's cool. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> that happens way more times on this podcast than I thought. Uh especially because Don kept thinking he was he was younger than I am. Well you act what? so old. I, I know who'd have thought. I act so mature. I wouldn't say mature, but thanks for asking me what I'm spinning. Um, I also don't have the best answer. Also, I alone. Um, I I've just been listening to like uh, Pandora stations. Like uh, it's nothing to. Although last why last did you week, even say that out loud? Like well, everybody's listening to Pandora stations. I know. Why do you? Know. Why do you? You don't have to talk about it. It's like I I, I'm breathing right now. I don't know if I'm you guys breathing. noticed that. I don't uh, listen to NPR anymore because... Let me tell you something I listened to recently that involves you. 
and that's oh, an episode really? of another podcast that you were on. <laughs> that's right. With you were on Fox and Friends with Hop, like I mean Hobbs and Friends. Uh, Hobbs and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give Jason Hobbs a little bit of shit here. I love the man. Um, yeah, yeah. But Jason he totally Hobbs. named his show something that sounds an awful, which is Hobbs and Friends of the OSR. Doesn't that sound just like Fox and Friends? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Okay. I never, I never really thought of it. Um, I, I thought of it the minute I. Yeah, it. yeah. I was on. That's that. their alternative name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on that. Um oh I you know what I haven't listened to podcasts. Um there's a podcast I love that's not related to gaming uh much uh called The Unexplained. Which is all about stuff Sell me that's on it. unexplained. Do you know when I was a kid we had these uh I'm sure other people did too. <laughs> these books called the unexplained and you know there was a ghost one and there was a relics one you know like stonehenge and stuff oh and, those uh, books the, the yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the encyclopedia yeah those are yeah. awesome yeah, yeah, black cover silver uh yeah. silver lame or like yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah like silver mm-hmm. and black cover silver foil yeah. Yes. yeah 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 so i always loved that as a kid and uh you know this podcast just covers unexplained things um each ep- episode is like you know they uh he did one on uh i don't want to get into it but it's great um check it out that's the thing i'm most excited about and it's i, I like, thought you said it had nothing to do with gaming well it's true because every time i listen i'm like oh that's gameable oh my yeah, exactly. god are you serious that's gameable like it's so full of little nuggets um, yeah, that's, I mean, history really is, it's, you get the most sort of, like, I've gotten the most mileage out of gameable stuff just out of, like, strange historical events and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so this is out every two weeks, um, so it's hard to wait for it, but yeah, everybody should check that out. I if you love games, out. and you love ideas, check out The Unexplained. That's my... The Unexplained, sounds good. Yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. Um... So I'll pick up there. Do it. Uh, so, Don, what are you reading? Mm. Uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, what am I reading? I'm reading um non-game book. I'm reading... Um, I think we it, should get back to our, like, game reading doesn't count for this section. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, all we're talking about is, like, you know, which of our... I mean, we could talk about Kyle's book here. That's fine. Because we did just right. both read it. <laughs> yeah. Yay! I'm yeah. glad. Well, and and we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, so Chaosium does these uh, mm. these like collections, and I meant to grab it uh, and have it down here. Uh, it's next to my bed. Uh, Chaosium does these collections, and I got a bunch for Christmas because I didn't know what else to ask for. Um, there's like the Innsmouth cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading the Hestur one. Oh, Which, I've been meaning to read that. How is yeah. it? Uh, it's good. I mean, it covers, you know, everything from uh, Chambers, Lovecraft's got some stuff in there, uh, or they, they put some Lovecraft in there. Um, <laughs> oh, it's got, like, modern writers in it. It's pretty neat. I, I was wondering how much Chambers would be in there, you know, since you and I had that big thing about, you know, yeah. when, when I read the Chambers, you're like, oh, shit, you're finally getting around to that? It was uh, Right, yeah, yeah. So the yeah the two that are in there, um, are like the first two in the uh, collection, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which are yeah 
um, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Blackwood's in there. Mm. What's his nuts? Algernon Blackwood. Yes. Wha- oh, what's his nuts? What's Blackwood. His nuts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's not. I, oh, you know, you know what's awesome about it is uh, Am Ambrose Bierce is in it. It's like he oh, starts that is it cool. off. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, because I mean that that was like the first mention of Hestur and uh, Carcosa, right? So it's like a nice little compilation, and I've got like five of them in the series. Hmm. Um, I might need to borrow that from you when, yeah. when you're done. Yeah, you're yours to borrow. <laughs> I'll fix that book for you, and then I'll borrow that book from you. That oh, one, right. that your yeah. copy of I'll fix. I'll borrow that in in return. Right. So uh, let's 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 keep this going. Uh, Daniel Bishop, what are, what's um, you reading? A lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, most recently, I just finished the Mucker once again. Edgar Rice Burroughs. Mm. Um. Because I do my appendice on reading. Yeah. Um, I should give a shout-out to a comic book, uh, Knight's Dominion by Ted Nafa, which is like if the Justice League was in a D&D setting. Hmm. Um, and then just a bunch of stuff. A lot of Western mythology, actually, right in our Western folklore for something that I'm working on. Cool. Hmm. Like, like uh... By Western mythology, do you mean or folklore? You Happy mean like, trails you know, to you. Okay, got it. Yeah, I like, mean like, like American West, kind of like uh, cool. Yeah, even even talking to Eric Jensen. Uh, no, I've been talking to David Beatty. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> he's a good person to be talking to for that. Uh, this is all code, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> it's all good, Kyle Shenye. What are you reading? Uh, I actually just finished reading for the first time uh, Uzumaki by Genji Ito. Uh, it is possibly the best example of cosmic horror I think I've ever seen. Uh, it's a manga. It's They've got a big collected edition of it now. It is fantastic. Like, it absolutely... Like, Lovecraft stuff is kind of hit or miss with me. Um, but this, it takes the idea of, like, again, like, old one sort of cosmic horror things that are, like, influencing people on this really sort of like strange level mm-hmm. um it absolutely nails that in a way that so few other pieces of fiction do um awesome. if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't heard of junji ito in general and you're into horror and you can you know stomach some really messed up stuff it's fantastic it's that um, last part of the equation that's uh that's tough for a lot of folks i think mm-hmm. right <laughs> um other than that i've been reading a lot of game stuff recently um, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but I've recently been reading through um, Reynaldo Madrinian's uh, Break. Uh, yeah. The book is almost done, and I've been uh, helping him playtest it. And oh my god, that game. So good. Um, if you haven't heard about it, uh, it's sort of a... Uh, it's a fantasy game sort of inspired by like 8-bit, 16-bit uh, video games yeah. and anime and manga and things. Uh, it's absolutely excellent i can't wait till it's finally out yeah that's been coming for a while now right i mean well not like it's not like a glacial progress it's not like we saw it you know coming from aeons back i mean it's Mm -hmm. uh i remember when it was first announced maybe like what two years ago or so Mm -hmm. um uh, i I love everything i've seen for it um looks looks really cool so it's good to know that uh that it's living up to the hype man yeah well i mean it, (laughs) it sort of it blew up in scope and everything like once uh 
uh, Grey Wiz started working on all of the art and everything, mm. and more and more the scale of it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now right. it's this like it's this sizable game. Cool. Hmm. Neat. What are you uh, reading, Adam? <sighs> Damn it! This is the part of the show I've been dreading because um, with the break that we had between seasons, I really mm-hmm. should have read a lot of stuff. And sure, I've read a lot of gaming stuff, but I I um I, I don't. I don't feel like my answers there are important. You know? Whoa, 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 whoa. Weren't you reading Wuthering Heights? I was not reading Wuthering Heights, no, but thanks for asking. I am reading I am reading something that I'm unfortunately still reading because I like I it's it's like fits. I'm you know, reading it in fits, it's like starts and stops and then I'll I'll enjoy like one chapter and then it's just it hurts my brain for a while. I'm reading The Lies of Locke Lamora. Um which several of our listen, gorgeous listeners have re- recommended to me. A number of friends of mine who are into fantasy stuff have said you should read this. And these are the same people who told me to read Game of Thrones, so these are people I listen to. I'm not like mad that they recommended this. It's just not something I think I, knowing what I know now, I would have spent my time on. Um, it the characters are a little more Mary Sue than I tend to like. You know, um, it's fine. It's perfectly reasonable reading. Unfortunately, I demand a little bit more from my reading than just perfectly reasonable. So that's that's my seal of mediocrity on Lies of Locke Lamora. It's okay. It's, there it's are been parts. on my reading list for ages now. My girlfriend really likes it, and she keeps telling me to read it. But I haven't gotten around to it yet. But... It's fine. It's, you know, I honestly think it would have been improved if it was not fantasy. If it was, if they did it, if it was done as historical fiction, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. And I think it could be could have been rewritten to be historical fiction. I just mm. think that the, the things that it relies on, the fantasy things that it relies on, aren't necessary or even useful like you could have figured out a way to do that without it being a fantasy novel and it would have been much more impactful and and actually probably you know a bit more interesting that's that's my take on it uh i'm not a i'm not a fantasy snob you know i don't only read fantasy i don't you know i don't have a problem with it clearly (laughs) but uh i think that if you're gonna if it's gonna be a fantasy novel the fantasy part of it should improve the story and maybe I'm just not at the part at sadly only about just over halfway through this novel that uh, that maybe I haven't gotten to the part where the fantasiness of it improves it. But you know, I'm just I'm not I'm not sold that what I've read has improved the story. You know, that's me, and I'm a jerk. Hmm. I've never read it, so I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's I'm surprised. Hey, Don, I, yeah. I keep every time you flash on the screen, I see something that's awful sexy that you're wearing right now. Oh man, I didn't. I feel like I'm wearing the band's concert T-shirt. I know you showed up to the show wearing um, our shirt, man. I just wore it today, and uh, I rushed back from the dinner so fast I didn't have the time to. I was like, oh crap, I'm gonna be that guy. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing the uh, what did you call it? The Necrolich. Narcolich. Narcolich. That makes more sense. Well, because like, originally it was supposed to have a bong. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. That was the thing. It was supposed to have, but it's okay that the bong didn't make it in there. I don't care. It's, you know, he's still a badass looking crazy lich. Yeah, yeah. So this is our uh, Drinks Been Run t shirts for the second season. It had a little bit of a different design. 
Very it's a cool. very different, very different design. Still, and uh, they're still, still available. On sale, yep. Yeah. Still, I will have some at uh, GaryCon if you see me there. Um, you can always buy them, th- and, and you won't have to pay shipping that way. Um, mm-hmm. Or you know, they're always for sale on our uh, on our store, so you can get them there too. Uh, but that was that was a really shitty advertisement. I'm I'm an ass. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out because I feel like um, pushing uh, consumerism onto uh, where, you. You uh, should do that. You shouldn't. Yeah, we shouldn't be lovely. consumerist jerks. Oh come on! Oh, that's a t-shirt available now. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> get it while they're still available. Yeah, it's it's true. Design it's, is it is exceptionally rad. limited qual- quantity of these things. I think we only had like about fifty made. I think. So. Yeah. Less maybe, who knows? I don't keep track of these things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which okay. brings us to our last question yeah. of part one of whatever episode this is. The first one of the third season. First one of the third season. <laughs> first probably. one we're recording. Um, <laughs> something could go horribly wrong, and this ends up being the seventh episode of the season. Yeah, we whatever. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fair enough. Run the run section. I'm gonna go with uh, Kyle first. What are you what running? Uh, game wise, uh, yes. oh god, a bunch of stuff now. Um, so I'm running a playtest of Break, uh, where Reynaldo Madrina or Madrinian is one of the players, um, and I've got two other players who I adore. They're wonderful people, and uh, it's a fantastic game. Uh, right now, they're starting out in an area of the world called the Wistful Dark, uh, where it was perpetually nighttime. And they have all these clustered cities around uh, broken down sun shards, uh, which sort of provides a little bit of light. Um, it's kind of a city crawl right now. Uh, it's kind of a good time. I'm also I run a lot of fifth edition. I write a lot of stuff for D and D five e. I'm about to restart my Curse of Strahd game. I uh, had a bit of a hiatus while I was sick, um, and intermittently I've also been running a lot of. Uh, LOTFP and Blood and the Chocolate, um, sort of <laughs> promoting it and stuff. Absolutely. While we're on the crafts commercialism segment of the show, uh, oh, yeah. let's point out, uh, yeah, <laughs> Kyle, uh, Kyle recently published, or uh, James Raggi and Lamentations of the Flame Princess recently published uh, Kyle's fantastic adventure, of Blood and the Chocolate. And this is actually going to be key to the second half of the show. Um, you know, because it, I mean, I'm not giving much away when I say it's. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, given historical context and D and Dified, yeah, right, um, and just it's just it's a shit ton of fun and things make sense and I love it. We'll talk more about that in the second half of the show, um, but yeah, absolutely pick it up right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had more stuff you were running. No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think I that's a, a plug for you. That's about it. All right, then uh, then we'll switch over to Daniel Bishop. Okay. What are you running, sir? Um, most recently, I ran the playtest for A Fire in the Mountain, which will be coming out by with uh, Purple Duck Games. And I am also... I had the opportunity at work to do a team-building exercise with uh, Michael Curtis's Frozen in Time. Nice. Which is ongoing. It's an ongoing team-building exercise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and upcoming my first run before Gary Khan of Gnome Jambalaya. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Cajun gnomes on Blackwater Bayou. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You Cajun can't just gnomes leave it on at Gnome Jambalaya. Cajun gnomes <laughs> in a funnel. 
in a funnel, Cajun gnomes on Blackwater Bayou, because this meteor came down and there's these weird colors. Is this like is this like your version of uh, of like the color know, of shut- space with gnomes and deliverance? Yes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It is to you what Shutter Mountains is to Dan- uh, to uh, Michael Curtis. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what I'm feeling? Um, you could use it with Shutter Mountain if you want. If you thought no, no, gnomes I, fit into I'm, Shutter I'm Mountain, I'm saying similar kind of like conceptual space. Like your relationship to this is that anything like Michael Curtis's to Shutter Mountains? Uh, no, my older daughter wanted to play a gnome, so I needed a gnome funnel. Oh, okay. and got it. Got when it. I write a funnel, of course, I try to think of what the worst thing is that could happen to these poor little guys. That's it. <laughs> awesome. I like it. Sounds great. Um, so, Don, what about you? Um, I actually have been running games over the break. I'm still doing my uh, weird little Bronze Age DCC campaign thing mm-hmm. um yeah you know it all had been uh just stuff i'd written and i think i'm gonna jump into some published things because i have purchased a lot of modules uh both third party and official uh, goodman games and i i did they just sit there and i look at the pictures i'm like ooh, pretty <laughs> and i want to just start using them or i'm gonna have to start selling them yeah yeah I'm so yeah so I think I can't even say we're gonna jump into because yeah they might be listening. A couple of them do listen, so yeah, that is all I've actually been running. That's all I've been playing too. Hmm. How about you, Adam? What are you running? Uh, out there? Folks who pay attention to this space here on Twitch may have noticed that uh, DSR's first um, actual play of this season began last Wednesday uh, as we... um, I'm actually... One of the things we're doing as uh, as an actual play this time around is my actual home RuneQuest game. Um, Well, and by home game, I mean my G Plus Hangouts game. Um... And it's a pretty great cast. We had the uh, we had the group grow by two and then shrink by one. Although we might be getting Gabriel back soon, he's just taking some time off for personal biz. Um, but uh, it's, so it's RuneQuest Six. We're doing the um, ye old Griffin Mountain setting um, uh, from RuneQuest Two. It's it's I, but we're running it in more slightly more modern RuneQuest rules. So um, there's a couple of things that are a bit different. I've basically. Uh, stripped out a little bit of the fid- fiddliness of the of the sec- you know, RuneQuest two, which is which is cool. Um, it uh, it has re- involved a lot of work on my part, like shoehorning it back in, you know, um, to that uh, newer or you know, like taking the old stuff out, taking the old parts out, putting new parts in, putting it all back together. Um, but it, the cool thing that that it's really let me do is really play with the narrative. Of, of the game. Um, I don't know if uh, anybody here followed my blog last time we were doing this game, but um, this is a continuation of an older campaign where um, the players were all like uh, Neolithic hunter-gatherers, right? And there are, you know, the, none of them have metal weapons, none of them have metal tools, armor, anything like that. In fact, none of them have armor. Um, Instead, they have some awesome magic and, uh, you know, some badass hunting skills, you know. So they're they're literally tribal hunters. Um, fast forward, and oh, sorry, the way I was telling the story, or sorry, the way the 
Ah, shit. I'm doing a really bad job because this beer is really good. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the the way the story progressed was basically like every every once in a while, or so often we just jump ahead a season, you know, rather than, you know, tell the story, like just keep it going on a day-to-day basis. We'd be like, okay, this event is happening during this season. We resolve that event. Here's the next season, the thing going on there. But here's the stuff from you know before that's still weighing in, and here's the you know little hints of the thing to come that are already weaved in there. And it was really cool, and it got us moving forward really well. We got to see how a year of these hunter gatherers' lives go, uh, and we're gonna do that again. Um, a big part of the world of Glorantha is the myths that people tell each other, uh, and and that, that people use to explain how the wor- their world works. And one of the one of the coolest things about this world, I mean Greg Stafford came up with this game with this, you know, this setting like back in the 60s, right? And it was the setting, you know, for red white moon, white bear red moon, you know, um which was a huge, you know, war game back in the 70s, like before RuneQuest even was conceived of. Um so it has a pre-RPG history, which is pretty fucking sweet. Um, and one of the one of the big things that's a part of this game is, or and, and the 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 setting of Glorantha is kind of the clash of uh, of myths and the clash of cultures. But everybody's myths and everybody's you know cultural interpretations of the myths that exist they're all equally true. <laughs> so um, that's that's been one of the fun things, is having these guys tell me the myths that their characters believe. Case in point, this last Wednesday, um, and you can see it, um, you know, the video in our Twitch channel, uh, and, and soon to be on our YouTube channel as well. One of the cool things about that is, like, I, I asked them to tell them, tell me fill in the gaps in this particular story for me. This is how, you know, the high king of old, of the ages of old, you know, came to rule. And they told me, oh, he did this. Okay, well then what did the tribesmen do to show their loyalty? Oh, they did this. Uh, you know, so we went through all of the stuff. And that was the, the two players who have been with the campaign for a while. Uh, after that, I brought in the two new players who are uh, Rob Shumate and uh, friend of the show and friend of several people here, I'm sure, Dr. Edgar Johnson. Um, and uh, I, they're from a slightly more advanced culture. They're not Neolithic tribesmen. They're actually like Bronze Age people. So I asked them, how are they wrong? You know, what's wrong about their version of this myth? You know, and the the cool thing there is now we've got this dissonance in the party, you know, about this is one way of looking at it. This is another way of looking at it. And that has caused uh, basically it gave me everything I needed to know to run this fucking game for the next spate. So uh, if you watch that video, you'll see that, you know, and you'll see over the next, you know, however many weeks this takes that everything that I will need to run the game, they gave me in session one. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty really excited. I'm really excited by it. It's really cool. (sighs) So that's what I've been running most recently. And I'm super fucking excited about it because I haven't run anything since season two ended. (laughs) Nice. But that's it for me. Nice. Um, That would about wrap part one up. Mm Mm-hmm. But I want to do a thing. Oh. This thing is... After... At the end of part one, I'm going to read email questions people send (gasps) us. At the end of part two, I will read reviews. Um, So right now I read the emails people send us. People send us emails? No, that's why I'm not reading anything right now. Oh, you son of a bitch. But if they want me to read their email, I would do it right now. Yeah, and you can send it to dsr at kickassestand.net. 
and uh, then I'll make sure that Don gets it <laughs> to read it on this segment. Um, yeah, awesome. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> thanks for getting me all built up. I was thinking. We had... Other than that, um, I'd like to thank our special guest, my lovely co-host. And do you want to give us a little teaser of what's coming up in part two? Oh Adam? yes, yes, indeed, I will, um, folks. In just a few moments, if you're viewing at home and if you're listening at home, it'll be next week. Um, join us. Join this illustrious cast as we take some time to reflect on mining our childhood and childhood literature for fantastic gaming opportunities. Oh, nice. yeah. I'm excited. I think we really did. I mean, uh, we get Kyle on here like, oh, shit, gotta make this happen. Who can I put? Oh, Daniel Bishop, shit, yeah. And then Daniel says, it's oh, fantastic. I'm so hyped. All right. <laughs> uh, you guys, you all have a great evening. Thank you so much for being here uh, to our lovely guests. To our What, what do we say about guests? They're special. Special? There, no. You say special. That makes me think like short bussy. But uh, that's rude. Yeah, I know. Why would you be so rude? You fantastic guests. Yeah, hold on. You guys trying to say I'm not special? You're <laughs> special. Don't take that away from me, you sons of bitches. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm a special person, and you will realize yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's all good. Yeah, everybody's uh, special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, and, 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 and thank you to our gorgeous listeners. You guys are fantastic. Thanks for joining us for season three. Don, my lovely co-host, thanks for being here. Uh, and nice. guys, we'll see you all shortly. Thanks for listening to this episode of Drink, Spin, Run. If you like what you've heard, share us with your friends, leave us an iTunes review, or email us at dsr at You can also support us at patreon.com slash dsrcast. Our theme music was generously provided by the band Blue Snaggletooth, who you can find at bluesnaggletooth.bandcamp.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we hope you join us next time, you gorgeous listeners. Da, da, da. Introduce. Uh, no, it's my to, turn. Um, it's the second. It's the second half. Right. This is the one I do. You do the first one. I do the second one. All right. Because I'm too shy in the first half. <laughs> I can't believe that to be a true statement. What's really funny is it is actually the truth, and uh, it's like I just I. Uh, this is all just balls. That's all it is. That's uh, like the whole the you know any me getting into the start of the show is just basically just sucking it up. But just soldiering forth because I do. I no matter what it is, if we're talking a game, if I'm about to run a game, if I'm about to do a podcast, about to do anything, like I, I get, I, I get stage fright, real fierce. So I just have to like, <gasps> we're doing that's, this. Jump right into the. I, you don't believe me, Don? I know that's crazy. It's a human condition. A, yeah, but I, I always thought I was a shy one. Like you, uh, you, you know, are. I'm sure, oh, yeah. but yeah. you're, you're like, you know. The slightly more introverted amongst an introverted crew, I think. <laughs> uh, I I found out, you know, that Briggs Meyer personality test. Mm-hmm. I am like a shade, the, the merest shade on the extrovert side. Um, other than that, my wife and I are the exact same personality type, but except she's a hard introvert on that side. So I'm like. I'm I'm just barely, just barely extroverted, just enough to know that this is all bullshit, you know. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Let's Daniel, see. you look like you were about to say a thing.
Nope. He was. You sure? <laughs> no, no, really, really, really sure. No, right. I think you're lying to me. Well, you're running a podcast and you're calling yourself introverted. Barely, barely, barely <laughs> extroverted. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everybody here. It's, sorry. Yeah, Look, it's a human condition. Here. It's a human condition yeah. that if you have to do something where you're in front of a crowd or in front of a group, that you have to, you know, like, you know, balls it out. That's that's life. Get it going. <laughs> yeah. No, you everyone, absolutely do. Everyone. Absolutely I, I don't you believe really anyone. Do. Just shut the fuck up and you do it, right? You just yeah. jump in and you make it happen. And not everybody can do that. And that's okay, you know? Not everybody can suck it up. But Yeah, but it you doesn't know, make you an introvert that you have to work to at it. No, we all have to no, work at it. I, I recognize I'm full of shit here, dude. Don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just calling Nobody you Nobody knows I'm full of shit more than me. <laughs> I, I know exactly how full of shit I am because I'm the one saying it. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm really glad this is, this is funny. All right, that's good. Oh. <laughs>